0: If you lucky you listen to them talk, they're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great, iron and hard top. It's Kevlu and Steve since the sandbox. What's going on everybody? Since the sandbox, we are back. And you already know the deal. If you're hearing my voice, it's that time of the week we're talking ball. But we're actually talking one of my favorite episodes that we do for both football and basketball, and we're talking bold predictions. I know it's only three, four games in, but why not have a little fun and make some early season predictions? I'm going to dive in with my first one just to get started, and it's one that I don't know if it's too, too bold, but definitely one that I thought would get under loose skin a little bit, so I wanted to definitely <laughs> Go to stop start the it episode with this one. <laughs> um, but my first bold prediction is... I do not have the Toronto Raptors making the playoffs in the Eastern Conference this season.
1: That's not that bad. It's <laughs> ah, okay. not that bad. All right, all right. I could see that. I wasn't sure. I wasn't. I might not see that, but on the flip side of that, my bold prediction, this is my really only one for the East. I think the Pacers are going to finish top four. Wow. I think that's going to happen. That I def- Home court, I think they're good. I
2: definitely think that that was a little more bold than Kev. But I do think the Raptors will probably still make the playoffs. I don't think that they'll be a top four seed. So if you want to say the Indiana slides in there, that definitely makes sense for a lot of moving pieces. But I'm glad that we all started it with the East because I'm going to start it off with the East. And all my Boston Celtics fans, stand up right now because this season, Jason Tatum will win the NBA MVP award and lead the Celtics. To a title, lead the Celtics to an NBA Finals. We've been wanting the Celtics to take the steps. We've been wanting Jason Tatum to take the steps. And We saw the first game of the year starting off with a buzzer beater from the kid, JT. This is the year for Jason Tatum and the Boston Celtics.
1: Funny thing, uh, before the Pacers game, he was the only dude in the league ever to take 50 plus shots and not get, not get a foul. The free throw. That's crazy. How crazy is that? That's like insane. Like but, he literally just had to like knock at any calls
2: and go into the basket. That would never happen for Harden either. That would absolutely never no, no happen. Chance. Ah,
0: there it is with the JT MVP talk. So that's going to bring me right into my next one. <laughs> because I have a bold prediction that Kyrie Irving either wins or if doesn't win, at least finishes as an MVP finalist this season.
1: I like that. I like that a lot. I think that makes sense because KD won't play back-to-backs. I like that. Uh, so, next, I, I, I'm all I'm going to say this now. Shy Gildress Alexander, all-star, and most improved player award.
2: I'm I like that. Love
1: I'm love calling it out. Dude. Already just brought up the Thunder. Still got a good core. He's the only guy who's going to score 24-plus. And to average like 24-8 and eight after like a 21-7 and seven season, Like that's warranted, especially if they make the playoffs again. So, I, I think he's going under the radar and all-star, baby. Put him in
2: there. No, no, I definitely think that that was a good one, and especially after what we saw last year. I mean, he definitely took some steps to be – more, I don't want to say more of a leader because Chris Paul was really um, a big leader for that team. But he did play a huge role. And I wanted to say a little something about SGA because I think that he was definitely going to be improved. But I feel like that, that would have been something that we should have discussed on the Top 100 episode rather than this episode. Um, but for another one, I'm going to stay in the East with this one. Actually, all my bold predictions are for teams in the East. I didn't realize it till just now. But, guys, I have the Hawks turning the franchise around this year, and I know they've been bad for quite some time, so call it as bold as it is, but I think the Hawks are going to be a team that is going to be above five hundred this year and will be a playoff team.
0: Yeah, Steve, that actually that goes perfect with one of my predictions, and I'll jump into it. I got the Hawks making the playoffs, and I have the Cleveland Cavaliers making the playoffs in the I East this that. year. But I do think the Cavs still need like one or two more bench guys but if they can keep Drummond and Love healthy, their starting lineup and their front court, their front court, like that's one of the best front courts in the East. If they stay healthy, Kevin Love and Andre Drummond, you you kidding me? But, uh, no, Cavs and Hawks making playoffs this year. And I honestly think the Hawks could sneak their way into, like, a top five seed if they keep playing and can keep Capella healthy.
2: It all depends because, I mean, it it goes to what what Lou was just saying with Indiana. If Indiana's going to be that team that's ready to make moves, then they'll be a team that'll be in the top five. Or Atlanta, obviously, like we said, like, Toronto could drop out. But I'm expecting the Celtics. I'm expecting the 76ers to compete for that top five. The Nets are obviously competing for that top five. So there's a lot of team, a lot of moving pieces, and, it's crazy to think how two years ago we were talking about the Cavs being so crazy to still give Kevin Love that money. I still think they're crazy to give him that money, but that role is kind of playing out. And Lou, you just texted us before we were doing this episode about the the Cavs being the one and two seed right now. So that's why things are so up in the air with the NBA at this point.
1: Yeah, I'll say this: I think the Cavs, the Magic, and the Hawks will all rotate for the bottom bottom half of the playoffs. I think that'll be a good because the Magic always make it in the eight. Uh, the Hawks are up and coming The Wizards don't like, like they'll, they'll be any good And then the Cavs Like Colin Sexton Like uh, And Garland Are like two really good Defensive point guards And a shooting guard So like They can D up on all levels And they can score So Even that dude City Osmond Can kind of buck it The Australian dude yeah. He's not terrible <laughs> uh, but my I la- look like Sadie I would take that I will take that If I could shoot like him I'd be a little bit Better off in life But It is what it is Lou
2: remember when Kev was getting crossed By Osmond off the puck Wow <laughs>
1: Um, My last one, though, is I think the Suns will finish ahead of the Warriors in the playoff standing. I think that's a guarantee. I like that.
2: I I definitely like that. I I wanted to say something with the Suns, too, but I feel like it was so hard because the West is so competitive. I wanted to say that the Suns are going to make the playoffs, but how bold is it really to say that they're going to be like a 7 or 8 seed in the playoffs, you know?
0: All right, so now that I saw Lou's reaction to my first statement, I wish I started the show with this one, but I got the Blazers as a top five seed in the West this year. And I think just if you look back, going back three, four seasons, this was a team that was on the top of the you know conference, made a conference finals. And I know they did overachieve a little bit the year they made the Western Conference finals, but it's still the same core guys. You still got Dame, you still got CJ, you still got Nurkic. And I think if Nurkic wasn't hurt last year and was healthy for the full season, they would have set themselves up for a better playoff run than just, you know, clinching a bottom seed and having to play the Lakers in the first round, but I think if if Dame can keep playing how he's playing, we know what CJ's going to do. I think if Melo can give them that 15 to 22 points a game like he was last year and towards the end of last year in the bubble, and Nurkic can stay healthy, then they can be a pretty good team. I think losing Whiteside hurt, but if they can go out and sign a couple pieces just to add as role players and bench guys, I think they'll still be a, a pretty competitive team in the West.
2: Where did Whiteside go? The Kings. I,
1: oh. I do like that though, just because I think they're better than Grizzlies, uh the Warriors. Kings? The Kings. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I feel like they're better than the Rockets now too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yeah, I could definitely see them top five. I think six seed at the worst.
2: Did anyone get bold enough to predict a hiding location?
1: No, I I don't think he's
2: leaving. Alright, well we'll get to we'll get to the rest of those predictions in a second. I do have to say Kev, I do like the Portland prediction. I think they can be good, but I also think that this can be the breaking point for them because it is the same core, but I think if, if things aren't done now with that team, then they really need to stop making a transition in a different direction. And I'm going to say, for my last bold prediction, another team that is in a really breaking point year, and that's the 76ers. I mean, how many more years are we going to be able to give the core of Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid and Tobias Harris a chance to actually compete in I mean, they have the star power to be a one seed in the East, but they can never tie it together, whether that's injuries, whether that's the team, whether that's the coaching, whatever it is. I'm just sick of the excuses for Philly. So I'll go to Philly. I'll fix the problem and tell them that the Celtics are going to be a better seed because this is the year the 76ers break up.
0: Yeah, me and you will go to Philly. Lou won't go to Philly. <laughs> um, no, but you guys know how I feel about the Sixers. I'm definitely high on them. But I agree, Steve. I think this is a make a break point for that team, and I think it's a make a break point Really for Doc Rivers, too. I mean, how many good teams are you going to give him without him winning a ring? But definitely a big breaking point for the 76ers. I think you're right. If they don't, you know, at least get to a conference finals this year, then they're going to have to figure something out and trade one of those pieces away. But for my last bold prediction, and I know it's early, but you know I like to have some fun, and I like to stir the pot with the sense of Sandbox fam. So I am going to predict an NBA's final winner. And again, I know it's early, but I am going to go out and probably say... That the Brooklyn Nets will win the 2021 NBA Finals.
2: Kid, I thought you were just gonna say the Boston Celtics. I was gonna say, tell Boston to stand up before you say the Celtics. But come on, can you guys believe Kev's disrespecting us like that? Come on, Celtics fans, let them hear it.
1: Can't be having it, but I think I think they'll win it too. <laughs> <laughs> I won't go hard to say it, but I think they're gonna win it. Also. Them now, or the Lakers? I feel like it's it's or the Clippers. Everyone sleep yeah. if Kawhi's there, bro. Don't sleep on them. Like, you know what I mean? They pissed the first two games, uh, and then when he went out, obviously, they, they couldn't stop a nosebleed, but, I mean, man... They're good. Like right. They're still yeah. real good. So
2: right now we'll take uh, we'll we'll take a Brooklyn Nets, Boston Celtics, Eastern Conference Finals with an LA versus LA Western Conference Finals, and I think that'll please everybody yeah, right yeah, now. I'd no, <laughs> <That'd> be very. <laughs> and, I mean, it depends on the result,
1: but I'd be pretty happy. <laughs> that
2: way. Uh, so let's keep our fingers crossed for that, guys. Those are our NBA bold predictions. Kev definitely didn't get bold enough, so I was a little disappointed there. Uh, very very <laughs>
1: disappointed. Actually, I agreed with the, a lot of what you said. Kinda, this is kind of... You want to redo this?
2: Guys, Lou thought he was going to have to take some esoteric before before yeah. this episode. Some and something. Oh, don't
0: worry. Give me like two, three weeks. If we do another one of these episodes, it's going to get real bold in here. Lou might need a defibrillator in here after dealing with me. <laughs> Give
2: me an eye and a lot. <laughs> But, guys, that's going to wrap things up for our NBA Bowl predictions. Uh, always fun talking ball. And, sadly, you since the Sandbox fans don't get the opportunity to smell Kev's breath when he does the intros. But it's almost knocking me and Lou out here. Uh, so I'll oh, stick to weird. the intros. For, yeah, it definitely is nauseating. But I'll stick to the intros. Um, that's going to wrap things up, guys. Five stars. Enjoy your new year. Everybody stay safe. Peace.